Everyone has their own unique views and needs when it comes to financial success. If you'd like to leave your financial woes behind and live a life of financial freedom, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Saving with Steve show, hosted by Steve Sexton. The show will help you with the ins and outs of money. We talk about financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars and keeping you up at night. We talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, 401ks, risk management, retirement, and everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. Now, here is your host of Saving with Steve, Steve Sexton. Hello, welcome to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money. Pretty much everything under the sun relates to you having a happier, healthy relationship with money. My name is Steve Sexton. I want to thank you for joining us. You know what? Last week, we had a great episode with Tom Hamill. He's the RV um, director for Kuhn auto and RV group. And you know what? August was adventure month. We started talking about RVs, whether to own or to rent, if you're just getting started, what to do, how they can take care of you on the road. But more importantly, especially within inflationary times, where where we're seeing people that were saying, hey, look, I'm saving money taking an RV for a week as opposed to flying somewhere, getting a hotel, getting a rental car, spending all that money. And the reality is they had a better time with their family because they're better able to connect. So if you want to check out that episode, it's episode number 91. Yeah, we're almost at 100 episodes. Can you believe that? Um, And just go to the savingwithsteve.us page, savingwithsteve.us. If you have a topic, and we've had a number of topics, the next one coming up is one of the ones our listener wanted to know about. Um, just go to viewers at Saving with Steve and say, I'd like to hear about this. It's viewers at savingwithsteve.us. Just let us know what you'd like to hear. If we can get it on there, we will. So let's talk about our, our guest today. Studies are showing costs are going up because of inflation. We're seeing market volatility and seniors are wondering if they have enough money to last through the retirement. In fact, we were doing a sequence of returns based off withdraws and people are saying, oh my God, if it continues down this path and we have three or four years where the market's negative, I could run out of money early. This isn't good. And you know what? We've got, you know, we dealt with COVID, you know, seniors are having issues with getting long-term care because of COVID. Um, You know what? The reality is many people might not realize that um, their home equity likely represents a large portion of their net worth. Uh, In fact, people over the age of 62 can collectively use their housing wealth and, you know, under, you know, try to understand how they could strategically and tax efficiently incorporate that wealth into the retirement income strategy. And that's the reason why we have our guest here. His name is Steven Sless. Um, you know, first of all, I want to say hi, Steve. I've been talking to you long. So uh, how you doing? Been doing great, Steve. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you're here. You know what? But before we get into everything, I think you need to know a little bit of background on Steve. You know what? He has 20 years experience in the mortgage industry, 13 years devoted to reverse mortgages. He's one of the few mortgage professionals to have the coveted certified long-term care designation. That's a CLTC designation. And you know what? Um, Steve has become a leader in his industry by educating people through seminars, videos, coming on to the media like this. Uh, he was the 2021 named as the reverse mortgage game changer changer by Yahoo Finance. So he's done some pretty significant stuff. He's helped out a lot of people. And we're just grateful Steve's here. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm excited. Well, let's just start talking. You deal with seniors all over the country and they're very, very concerned. Let's start talking about some of the concerns that you're hearing. It's all about inflation, the rising cost of consumer goods, and of course, rising gas prices. 
So for many folks, you know, leaning, you know, towards retiring, looking into retiring, or even those currently retired, look, the risks and the stakes are extremely high, Steve, right? What rising inflation means to somebody's retirement portfolio, particularly those on a fixed income, is they're in danger of now outliving their money or having to draw more out of their financial plan than the financial plan may have been structured to allow. Yet, there is an unprecedented $11.2 trillion, Steve, trillion with a T, trillion dollars in untapped housing wealth, home equity, that folks the folks the age of 62 plus are sitting sitting on um and so that home equity should and and oftentimes is very appropriate to be incorporated into the overall comprehensive retirement plan uh to prevent folks from hopefully outliving their money no that's wonderful and w- one of the things i want to add is I know they say we're at 9% unemployment, but when you look at gas prices, they're still, uh, was it 40% more than where they were, you know what, this time last year uh, or before that. um, And you see um, costs of meat, fish, the whole shot, it's a lot more than 9%. So, you know what, people are really feeling the punch, especially when, you know, you're retired, you're not really working. So you're spending things on mostly on items that have appreciated significantly because of inflation. And you know what? Will it stop where it is right there? Even if they do, you know, people's, you know, fixed income is still at a lower level. So, but let's just start walking into this a little bit. Um, You know, how can somebody go about accessing the wealth of their house and use it for income, um, whether to be creating income for their personal expenses or in cases of emergency, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, there's really four ways to go about accessing the wealth that you've created in your home. Number one is what everybody's familiar with, and that's a traditional cash out refinance. However, for folks on a fixed income, right, taking out a traditional cash out refinance, well, that also means a traditional monthly mortgage payment. So it may not be the most beneficial manner in which to go about accessing your equity, particularly if you're on a fixed income and you can't add that that, that additional payment to your monthly budget. So then we look at option number two, a HELOC, a home equity line of credit. Most folks are familiar with those, right? You can walk into your local bank and get one relatively easily these days. The problem with the HELOC, Steve, think back to 2008, 2009, the the last economic downturn, folks that had HELOCs and relied on those HELOCs for income, well, they saw those HELOCs suspended, reduced, or frozen really at the discretion of the bank. And the bank can do that at any time on one of those loans. Option number three, sell your home. But most folks we find want to age comfortably in the home that they love. Mm-hmm. So then we come to option four, which is leveraging the housing wealth at home equity with a reverse mortgage. A reverse mortgage will allow you to borrow the funds in the home, borrow the equity, okay? But reverse mortgages have flexible repayment options. So there is no mandatory monthly mortgage payment. Folks can choose to make a payment of any denomination anytime they want to, or like most folks that have reverse mortgage, Steve, they can defer payback until they leave the home. So they can access wealth from their home, defer the payback, The loan gets paid back, the money that they borrowed, plus interest when they leave the home, but they don't have that mandatory obligation of a monthly mortgage payment. So from a cash flow perspective, Steve, it's a really great way, a very savvy way to leverage their housing wealth. So I'm going to ask you one of the first questions that we got from our viewers blog, uh, not right now, but uh, before that, you know, when people knew we were going to have you back on, Um, can somebody buy a house with a reverse mortgage? You can. Uh, It's, it's the, Gosh, we we call it the, the 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 it's the thing about our industry that most people don't know, uh, but it's a potential giant, right? I mean, the the reverse mortgage for purchase is an amazing way to buy a home and never have to make a monthly mortgage payment, right? So you buy a home. Let's say you're going to buy a four hundred thousand dollar home. 
you have to put down roughly 50%, Steve. So you've put down about $200,000 in cash. You're buying a $400,000 home. Your responsibilities moving forward are the property, insurance, the taxes, and just the maintenance and upkeep of the home because you own the home. But you can purchase a home using half of what you would ordinarily pay if you were going to just pay cash for that home and never have to make a monthly mortgage payment. Now, how much can somebody get a uh, reverse mortgage for? So it's about that that same 50%, right? General rule of thumb is about 50%. Um, Is there a limit on reverse mortgages? Uh, The older you are, the more equity you have accessible to you. So the very top is going to be about 55 to 58%. Okay. So now what I meant is if somebody, you know what, they they want to buy a million and a half dollar home uh, and you know what, um, they need a $700,000 reverse mortgage. Is that possible? So if they're going to buy a million and a half dollar home, Steve, we now have jumbo reverse mortgage products and oh. you can use those to purchase a home as well. Um, so we we can we actually can lend on homes all, valued all the way up to $4 million or actually, sorry, loan amounts up to $4 million on homes valued up to $10 million. Oh, wow. So these are no longer the the loans of last resort that you heard about you know, 15, 20 years ago. You have a lot of very high net worth, savvy individuals that are using reverse mortgages, either the jumbo non-government reverse mortgages or the FHA, HECM, Home Equity Conversion Mortgage. And you can use both to purchase a home as well. Oh, wow. And I, you know, I actually, I actually knew that. And I wanted to ask that question because there's some mis and misinformation out there. Um, one of the things I do want to point out is, you know, what we just had somebody that actually bought a house and used a $600,000 reverse mortgage. Uh, and if you think about it, their $600,000 reverse mortgage would cost them, you know, somewhere arranged around $3,500 a month. So it's $3,500 a month that they no longer have to take out of their budget, which allows them to have a more, I mean, that's almost $40,000 a year. It's more than $40,000 a year to provide, hey, this is my retirement. This is my great travel budget, the whole shot. So you know what? They're looking at it from that perspective. And and also looking at it in the perspective of, look, if you're going to purchase a $600,000 home, right? you can do so with a normal mortgage. But again, you have that $3,000 or $3,500 mortgage payment. But let's say you're a a prospective cash buyer. right? You can afford, you have the means to pay $600,000 in cash, likely that's going to come from your retirement portfolio. Mm-hmm. But Steve, you know better, you know, as well as anybody, right? When you're in a market of high inflation, rising cost of consumer goods, $6 a gallon gas in some places, right? And, and a portfolio that may not be performing like it was over the past few years, right? A lot of people looked at their retirement portfolios in recent years and they felt pretty good. And now those same folks are looking at those portfolios and they're like, eh, not not doing as well we, as we have been doing. Um, not a happy so time. does it make sense to pull $600,000 from the investment portfolio and apply all of that towards purchasing the home? Or would it be more advantageous to use only half of that and leave the other half to continue to be invested and, and in the markets and growing for you over time? And to recover. So you know what? That's a wonderful point, Stephen. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. Stick with us. We'll be back with more Stephen Sless and Saving with Steve. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of the Saving with Steve show. We're going to be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. We're going to talk about money, tax reductions, saving more, spending less, 
your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into The Saving with Steve Show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on The Saving with Steve Show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us. Savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, Steve Sexton. Hey, welcome back to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money. We've got a special guest here today, Steven Slash. He is a reverse mortgage uh, guru here. He's been educating our uh, our, our listeners uh, wow, a couple times over the last few years. And every single time he has some pearls of wisdom and people really just love it. He also dispels the myths, the misinformations. So let's talk a little bit about some of those myths and misinformation. You know what? We hear about people going, oh my God, mom and dad have reverse mortgage, bank took the house. And you know what? I hear that. I actually know what's going on. So I know it's not true or they have options. So could you walk people through that? Absolutely. Yeah, that is that is a misconception, right? So let's start let's start right there, right? With a reverse mortgage. A reverse mortgage is really Steve, it's just a mortgage. It it's there's a lien against the home, right? No different than a traditional forward mortgage or a traditional home equity line of credit. What a reverse mortgage does, however, is it provides you with flexibility that those other mortgages do not. But folks here there's no monthly mortgage payment required, and they immediately think it's too good to be true, and it's some sort of scheme or scam or the, or the government's way to take your home or the bank's way to take your home. Like I'm here to tell you, I've been in the I'm in the mortgage business for 20 years. My parents have a reverse mortgage. Other family has a reverse mortgage, and in no way, shape, or form does the lender or the government take your home. You still own the home. The choice to make monthly mortgage payments is yours. If you want to, you can right. You can make monthly mortgage payments and treat it no different than a traditional mortgage loan, or you can defer payback until you leave the home. But never does the bank take the home so long as you pay your property taxes, you pay your homeowner's insurance, and you maintain the home. Those are the requirements of the loan. If you don't do those, if you don't pay your taxes and you have a traditional mortgage, Steve, you're going to get foreclosed on by the municipality that you live in. Mm -hmm. If you fail to make your insurance payment, there's a chance you could be foreclosed on. Those risks are no different on a traditional loan than they are on a reverse loan. Yeah. You know what? Now, let's go back and reiterate one thing. Um, um, so, for example, we have somebody who, let's say, they just got a reverse mortgage last year. Obviously, housing prices are way up here. Um, you know, let, let's say they have a million-dollar home, six hundred thousand-dollar reverse mortgage, and housing prices go by the way of two thousand eight, and we see that house value drop down to say five hundred thousand dollars, making a six hundred thousand-dollar reverse mortgage. And they pass. You know what? How does that affect the heirs? And you know what would the heirs' option be? So reverse mortgages are non-recourse loans, Steve, and that means that neither you, your estate, or your heirs are personally liable to pay back the reverse mortgage debt, right? So think of reverse mortgages having gap insurance. You go to the dealership, you purchase a new car, you buy gap insurance, and that's going to protect you in the event that you owe thirty thousand dollars on your car. You total your car, the insurance company cuts you a check for twenty thousand dollars. 
Mm -hmm. right? That gap is covered by the insurance. Reverse mortgages function in the same manner, right? So if you owe more than the value of the home, you can simply leave the keys on the kitchen table and walk away. Your heirs can leave the keys on the kitchen table and walk away. However, like any other mortgage, right? Because again, these are just mortgages. Like any other mortgage, if you owe 100000 and the home is worth 200000 that is yours or your heirs to keep, right? So any built up equity is going to be yours. Now, a lot of folks are experiencing a real rise in their housing wealth levels. They've seen their housing wealth grow tremendously in recent years, and they're actually able to refinance their reverse mortgage in a very similar fashion to refinancing their traditional mortgage to one, lower the rate in a good interest rate in a lower interest rate environment. We don't see that right now because rates are a little bit higher than they have been, but you can actually borrow on today's value. And you can also lock in today's value, Steve, right? So if you take a reverse mortgage out today and your home is worth $500,000, you're borrowing on the value of $500,000. If next year the home is worth 450, guess what? You borrowed on $500,000 last year. Your loan is federally insured and guaranteed and you're borrowing at the top of the market at that point and you're hedging against the future market correction. So let's talk about that a little bit more. When it comes to, you know, my understanding is you can get a lump sum out, you can have a mortgage and you can create an income. So, so for example, we have, Hey, I got it up here at 500,000. Now it's down here at 400,000. How does it affect those three things? Right. So with a reverse mortgage, you can, there's a few payout options, right? Payout option number one is a 10 year payment where you get a check sent to you every month by the reverse mortgage lender and you get that check forever, right? For the rest of your life. Two is a term payment. We see terms used a lot when clients come to us and they're trying to delay their social security. They're trying to get to the past, to the point where they're over 70 years old. So they qualify for a larger check. And they say, hey, Steve, you know, gosh, we would really like to delay Social Security, but we don't have the means to do so. We want to turn on a term payment and we only want to receive funds from our reverse mortgage for three years or four years or five years, whatever that time frame may be. You can also put your money into a line of credit. And the line of credit on a reverse mortgage is vastly different than a traditional HELOC or a home equity line of credit in that one reverse mortgage line of credit, Steve, are federally insured. Mm -hmm. They can never be suspended, reduced, or frozen, regardless of the market, regardless of what the housing appreciation, depreciation does not matter. The line of credit also comes, Steve, with a guaranteed rate of growth. Think of it like your credit card balance or your credit card limit, I should say, is being increased every year, allowing you more borrowing power over time. It's a very, very powerful tool. Uh, You can take a lump sum. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, And a lot of folks, right? A lot of folks, even those, you know, even financial professionals and those really in the know, there's a lot of nuances and intricacies about reverse mortgage and you got to reach out and talk to a professional, whether well, it's me or somebody why we else. To, that's right? why we're I, talking to you. I And I appreciate that. And I, I encourage the viewing audience, right? Become educated, become empowered. There's a lot to learn about reverse mortgages, not just what you see from Tom Selleck on TV. Um, <laughs> Steve, you can also back to payout options, right? You can also combine payout options. So you can turn on a line of credit. You can draw out some cash up front. You can turn on a tenure or a term payment all simultaneously and create multiple different revenue streams as you age in the comfort of your own home. That's wonderful. I'm, I, I'm actually really glad you you said that because you know what? Um, there's some of those things there. You know, I been helping people or referring people to reverse mortgage specialists for for more than a decade uh, when it's necessary or needed. And, um, you know, I, I don't tell people I know everything, but I know some things. And the thing you just told me, I didn't know. And I was like, wow, 
I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that your payment was, you know what, federally insured. Uh, and I didn't realize that there is a growth rate that goes along with it. So you can get a higher payment that keeps up with inflation, which is wonderful. Now, um, what are the, you know what, um, let's just ask this. How can people get a hold of you? How can they connect with you to get information to say, hey, I want to look at reverse mortgage? Stephen, how can we go about doing that? Yeah, they can certainly give us a call, right? Our number is 410-814-7575. 410-814-7575. You can visit us on the web at theslessgroup.com. That's theslessgroup.com. We're also on social media at More With Sless. We have a YouTube channel with a lot of videos, a lot of information on there, podcast interviews, media appearances, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. We're, we're <laughs> trying to spread the gospel of reverse mortgages uh, to as many people as will hear us. So needless to say, they can go on Facebook and write in Steve Sless and they're going to find you. Absolutely. Perfect. Hey, Steve, thank you so much again. This I always know when it's a good interview when things go like that. Um, I appreciate you being here. Our listeners and viewers appreciate you being here because you have pearls of wisdom them. And you know what? I don't learn things too often. And today I did. I was just really happy with that. So thanks again. Stay safe, stay healthy. And folks, if you're interested in a reverse mortgage or just want to get educated, you know what? Look for Steve, Steven Sless on Facebook. And what was that one place on um, your phone number? Phone number is 410-814-7575. One more time. 410-814-7575. And on the web at theslessgroup.com. At theslessgroup.com. Look, Steve, again, thank you so much. You have a wonderful week. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Appreciate you, Steve. Thanks for having me. Stick with us. We'll be back with more Saving with Steve. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of the Saving with Steve show. We're going to be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. We're going to talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into the Saving with Steve show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on the Saving with Steve show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us, savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, Steve Sexton. Welcome back to the Saving with Steve show, where we talk about the ins and outs of money. I want to say special thanks to some of our distributors at AMFM247, um, BBS Radio, UK Health Radio. We really appreciate them, you know, helping our listeners and viewers solve problems and live a life of personal and financial freedom. If you'd like to check out more episodes, you can always go to savingwithsteve.us. If you're looking to get on the Insiders Club and look at the behind the scenes videos, guests, gifts, and more, hey, go to the Facebook at Saving with Steve Sexton. And you know what? Let's just talk right now about 
how to avoid the debt trap. I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on. Accumulating debt, obviously, has always been frowned upon. Nonetheless, there may be situations when one has no option to incur debt. This could uh, include taking a home loan, educational loans, personal loans to manage unforeseen events like health emergencies and more. Whatever the situation is, it's best to avoid taking multiple lines of credit. If this happened, Mun must assure he or she can repay these loans on time. Not overutilizing credit limits is vital in ensuring that we don't fall into a debt trap. So what's a debt trap? Okay, so think about this. It's a situation where a borrower is forced to take on a new loan, simply repay an existing loan. In essence, a debt trap occurs when debt obligations suppress one's loan repayment ability, okay? Loans are repaid into components like principal and interest over a fixed determined period of time. Um, <clears throat> the debt trap might not necessarily occur only because of expensive or high ticket loan. If borrower's income is adequate, a big loan can be repaid without hassle. No big deal, okay? Therefore, a loan amount cannot necessarily equate a big debt trap. Now, however, if the equal monthly installments are not paid on time, the interest on the amount will keep increasing and may include late payments and penalties. This, you know, this inflates one's overall debt, uh, debt. It could create a default, you know, like with bad debt where they have to write off the debt. Okay, you know what? This scenario happens all the time where a borrower may eventually take up a fresh loan to replay a previous one. A small loan may also push the borrower into a debt trap if she can't repay it on time and the interest component. So it's important to stay away from that. Now, there's good debt and bad debt. You know what? We all have good debt. You know, you bought that car, you're paying it off, not a problem, and you have an asset. You have a home or even a rental property where, you know what, you take on the debt and it's a rental property where you have cash flow and you're creating good income from. So, you know, we have good debt. Bad debt's the one where it refers to loans that not, cannot be recovered and has to be written off. Okay. How to avoid bad debt or getting into a debt trap. Okay. First of all, it's important to create an emergency fund. One of the best ways to avoid a debt trap is to have an emergency fund that can be equal to six months of salary set aside for emergencies. So if you make $4,000 a month times six is 24,000, once you get there, it'll help you avoid the debt trap so you don't have to pull out the credit card or take out another loan in case you have, lose your job, okay? You have emergency where their health, your house, your car, you have to be able to pay for it as opposed to shoving on a credit card. Consolidating various loans under a single one might make sense because if you have a high interest rate credit card debt, five or six of them, you got $30,000, you're paying 12, 13, 14%, and you can go get a personal loan for five or six or 7%, that works out real well, okay? Because in likelihood, you're gonna make a smaller monthly payment, but you know what? You've just cleared out the debt on the credit card. So it's important to understand that you have to solve the spending problem when you consolidate loans, otherwise you could just be creating a bigger debt and hole for yourself, okay? Next, checking monthly expenses. Many people just spend, 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 spend. Hey, there's not a problem with spending, but you wanna make sure you keep your splurges in check. We all have debit cards and credit cards. Many people put that credit card payment on there. You put it on a credit card, put it on a credit card, and then the next thing you know, at the end of the month, they're getting this bill that can't pay off all at once or they have a debit card, they just tap it or stick it in, put their code in, they're good to go, but they don't pay attention to it. So you wanna check all your monthly expenses, make sure you understand what you're spending on and eliminate those things that you're not getting any benefit from, okay? 
like those delivery services, the wine clubs that you don't even go pick up your wine, the memberships for the health club that you don't even go to, you know, balancing your monthly debt service. Good with rule of thumb is this, hey, don't let your monthly expenses exceed 40% of your net monthly income. If you have a home, 50%, okay? It's critical to avoiding a debt trap. You know what? Also tracking the market value of your home. It's really important because you know what? If you have a loan that's six, 700,000 and the value of your house goes down to 500,000, okay? You could be upside down. Now you might just say, hey, I'm okay. I can make my payment. And you might be in a situation if you don't read the fine print where a mortgage company might come back and say, hey, look, the values drop below the market. So you're going to have to pay some extra money to get even. So it's important that you understand those things, okay? And track the equity of your home to make sure you're not caught off guard financially. Leverage cash flows to prepay high cost debt. So list all your debt, what the interest rate is, what the payment date, what's, your, what's the minimum payment, make all those minimum payments, but the leftover money you have, shove it on the one that you want to pay off first. Once you get to the point where that's paid off, Take the money you're paying on that one and add it to the minimum payment of the next one, but slowly sure eliminate that, okay? The key here is this, put yourself in a position where you're earning an interest, not paying an interest. Next, one of the biggest things is avoid, it's avoiding impulse spending. We're in a world of instant gratification. We go here because we want this Starbucks or we want this shirt, we want those pants, we want that new car or that new TV. It creates a debt trap because you can finance it or throw it on a credit card. You want to create a scenario where you start thinking twice. Do I really need this new TV for $1,000? Do I have life in the old one? Okay. Um, and you know what? A good rule of thumb is when you say, hey, I really want, like to get this. Wait a day. It's out of sight, out of mind. Hey, you're not going to spend it. If it's something that you actually need, you'll turn around and go get it. And you know what? I want to thank you all for joining us today here on Saving with Steve, where you know I'm going to give you my best advice to help you retire smarter. Uh, where we're going to talk about the ins and outs of money. Next week, we have some wonderful guests. You know what? Stephen Sluss was wonderful. Again, if you want to go to the website at savingwithsteve.us and go to episode number 92, you can listen to this again and again or any other episode. Look forward to seeing you next time this place right here on Saving with Steve. Stay safe, stay healthy. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for the Saving with Steve show hosted by Steve Sexton. To learn more about the show and how to become a guest or sponsor, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us. Join us again next time as we continue to talk about everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happier relationship with money. This has been the Saving with Steve show, hosted by Steve Sexton.